Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with, I gotta bring it around, man, the Halloween homeboy, Mr. Grizz. We're back with a very special episode. Um, we're here with a, a movie that was almost lost to time, uh, that almost was was never seen, was just sitting in some dude's fucking attic somewhere on a, a fucking... relic, if you yeah. will. I like that. It's, it's, that's a cool story, man. That's a... Uh... Let's fucking get into this today. All right, you know what? Let's just let's just hit the intro because we have uh, we have a ton a of yeah we have a ton of <laughs> shit, man. All right, let's do it. This was uh, an international film, an Ogor <laughs> production. Dude, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, that's that's fucking hilarious. But yes, we are covering The Basement from 1989, the movie done by Timothy O'Raw that you may know uh, his name from Ghoul School. So this was obviously pre-Ghoul School, but you could see some similarities. Um, some of the makeup design looks the same. Um, some of just the general... I don't know, like the atmosphere at some points, um, th but this this you know, is a beast of its own fucking nature. I was gonna say, I I honestly wish Ghoul School was like as as mean spirited as this fucking movie is. Like, if if Ghoul School took it up a notch to like this kind of like yeah, just like violence and shit like that, it would. I, I love Ghoul School. Don't get me wrong, but it could have been even better if it was like. He brought some of this movie into it. There's some really, really fucking yeah. fun aspects about this movie. Some things I could, you know, not not critique, but some things I would do differently. Style, style, gotta, uh, you know, differences. Well, the thing I got to ask you about, though, is like, uh, and I kind of talked to you a little bit before, was the audio track for this movie. Uh, you said that this was a lost movie the time and stuff like that. And uh, to me, yeah. it sounds like uh, an overdub of like you know a current overdub in 2010 it's yeah kind of like a zombie 90 type of dub i guess you would say to this movie yeah so i didn't really find out much apparently uh i think it was something like seven of the nine main cast members their voices are there like it's their voice uh i don't know if that they came i don't know if they came back to adr them or something I don't know if they were recorded then. This isn't. This is an eight millimeter film, right? This is like a super, uh, a super eight film. So, um, my my thinking is that the uh, the audio track somehow got fucked up or something, and that's why he never finished it because 
there's like a ton of like good stuff in here. The movie's about, you know, hour 12, hour 15 around there, whatever the hell it was. Perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing for a movie, in my opinion. Perfect hour for a shot on video movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I had you a little low, man. I, uh, I turned you up a little bit, but, uh, um, yeah, so if we were not like coming in super hot, no. yeah, Alan Cantation, <laughs> let me know. Hey man, stop being a fucking moron. Um, <laughs> but like this movie doesn't seem like it's missing anything. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, like it, sometimes you see a lost film and it's only 58 minutes long. Or, like, it, there's something just off about it. Um, this one, though, it seems like it was completely finished. It was completely shot. It was completely done. And, you know, they, he just didn't I, I noticed finish. nothing out of place or that I would feel like it wasn't, you know, done to completion. Um, you know, maybe some of the stories could have been, you know, thought out better. But I think that, like, for the time period for this movie, I mean, yeah, you would add, what, another 20 minutes to it. It'd still be a pretty yeah. reasonable time run for a movie. Um, but I feel like everything here is, is complete enough for, for a release. Um, I will say that the uh, the dub on it, having it be a little bit more like satirical now, I, I didn't care for that aspect of it. Like it, it doesn't play a movie like Zombie 90. It doesn't really have like the goofiness of like a hyper gore film. Right. So like for me, is this the, the aspects of it that were like the audio that was goofy was just like kind of weird and out of place. Whereas I kind of liked it to be a more like you know true played movie it's it's low budget the acting isn't the best but it's not like obviously done to be yeah. funny kind of a thing yeah um i i just think the whole like everything together it's a super solid movie um you yeah. may think that it's going to be a piece of shit because it's you know some movie that was lost never finished uh eventually released fucking 30 years later um but I don't know. It's like an anomaly. It's really wild. This is like one of my favorite anthologies now. After rewatching it a couple so, times for this, a lot of them, dude. this thing is definitely like top three now, hundred percent. And uh, the only way that you're really gonna get it on tape is through these uh, camp video big camp, boxes. Yeah. Um, you could get them on eBay for pretty cheap, but they're mostly missing the DVDs, and uh, I am missing the DVD in mine. I regret buying a, com a non-complete one now, <laughs> but uh, I do have Video Violence 1 and 2 on tape, so I don't really care. I think, what is it, Captives? Uh, not a huge fan, so that's okay. And uh, Cannibal Camp Out, I feel like I'll eventually get that in my collection, but uh, it's a cool set. If you could get it, you know, a, a good price. It's fucking yeah, for sure. they did a great job on on doing this uh looks you'll see some of the um some of the clips have a different resolution almost it seems like uh the things that were filmed outdoors at certain points don't seem like they had enough lighting so you can see that it kind of looks like shit um bear with us on those you'll see them as we go everything else looks pretty fucking crisp though so now do you think that the like soundtrack was lost as well and, and is, is you think this okay, is a dude, modern... first of all this soundtrack sounds like it was fucking a nokian key so i believe this, i believe this could be an early 90s uh 89 ish whatever soundtrack well, i i wanted to bring that up because i was going to say if this is not an original soundtrack dude whoever fucking made it they nailed, nailed it. i'm looking right now they nailed the feeling and like the uh like dude that this opening intro that you just heard in the in, with the fucking title card that in itself is such a like it 
it kind of like brought back like the vampire takes a bride fucking music dude okay so the music on this was done by a dude named chris lamartina right i'm going to his imdb page yeah, yeah, yeah. he is a producer on the wnuf halloween special that fucking like the fake uh like news uh right, 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 haunted yeah, house yeah. thing i fucking love that oh my god i can't believe it um so, so that's that it, a newer thing right yeah so it must it must have a newer soundtrack because all his credits that, are from like 2005 and earlier uh and so like dude this dude gets it and he uh, fucking absolutely nailed like what would have been even like yeah like the horror soundtrack part of it but dude like when we play some of the clips of like the hard rockish like metal stuff in this movie even that just like nails the time period of it being like this isn't a popular song you recognize this is a free song they were able to use but it sounds so of that time i'm just like god damn like if this isn't from like you know 89 or whatever then this dude's a goddamn genius yeah and uh you know if you have other information on this you know don't we're not experts on this one i'm like looking Absolutely at this as not. we go uh not much out there about up. it <laughs> yeah not not much out there about it but uh it does say that it was shot in new jersey and you will see how fucking new jersey this is and yeah. uh i knew just like watching uh, burglar from hell i knew a lot of people that spoke like this um there's some language you wouldn't use nowadays uh but at that time people you're british like, yeah 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 it's a it's not not a good word um you will well no there's two man there's the c word and there's the f word uh the one uh, uh, yeah. we'll let you see the c word when it comes up because it's fucking hilarious uh, i think we okay, actually have so, it twice okay, so dude Let's start about, this is an anthology, right? Okay. We yeah, absolutely yeah. fucking love anthologies. We, we're kind of like, and honestly, the last one we just watched um, for, uh, well, in our series of many that we've done was that movie Cremains, yeah. which I fucking dug that movie. And Downer I feel like movie. this has awesome. a, a lot of similarities as far as like the wraparound story goes. Um, kind of a similar I got another vibe, one. right? Dude, Chillers too. Similar wraparound. Yeah, I was just going to say, is there any other ones that would like, you know, I love this idea of this kind of wraparound and chillers is like that exact same, that same thing, man. Um, so what we have here is we have these four, you know, kind of misfit people that you really wouldn't expect to be together in some way. Um, and they're in this, they, they, they come across this, I guess, what would you call them? The fucking the Sentinel bro. He's like the, yeah, that's just what the, it was. The, he's like that fucking movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's a, a fortune teller of, of ways and stuff like that. Why don't we, uh, why don't we get into that first clip of like the wraparound story so you can get an idea of what we're getting into? What do you mean? Where are we? New Jersey. You are in the confessional. You are in Look, I've been the church since I was a kid, and I sure ain't telling you what I've been doing. This looks like my laundry room. Hear what sins we've committed? Not the sins of the past, ah, bro. but the sins of the future. But how can we confess the things that haven't happened yet? Open your hearts. And through my eyes, you will see. Such a good line. I just had to fucking leave that in. I did. I fucking love that line. That is actually pretty fucking funny. Uh, the whole, like, him, for the people listening through the podcast, like, he, he doesn't open his eyes at all. Like, the makeup is just, like, like just caked on, like glue, Elmer's glue. But it looks cool. It looks creepy as fuck, especially in this fucking New Jersey basement, right? Like, it's got some atmosphere to it. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, it's probably Newark of all places, too. So it's, it's, it's even grungier. Um, 
But like, I, I love this idea of like these people being, you know, they, they're like, oh, we're going to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no, nah, like, you can't leave and shit like that. And he starts like going through one by one and, and telling these individuals the sins of their future that they have like no way to escape. It is like inevitable. These are this is like the future atrocities you must face. Yeah, such a cool concept. They're really like they want to leave. But of course, like that's not how it goes. Right. There's uh, yeah. it's a little bit more to what's going on than just them being brought to this place to see what's going to happen in the future and i and i love all these stories i mean some are uh you know like any anthology are much better than other yeah. ones yeah uh, we all have our favorites um i will say that i think it if you watch this movie you can anatomously say they fucked the order of of these stories up yeah to, to build this movie, in my opinion, in such a major way. Yeah, so there's four there's four entries in the anthology and a wraparound. The first one is uh, Swimming Pool. Second one's Trick or Treat. The third one is Zombie Movie. Fourth one is Home Sweet Home. They didn't really try with the fucking names, but that's okay because it's not really... I, I got no well, beef with that. Yeah, yeah. But the first one is um, Swimming Pool. And this one's like a little bit more ambiguous than the other ones. You know what Good I mean? Good opener, I think. Solid opener. Would Solid. put it here 100% of the time. This is the first one you play. Yeah, so you have this woman who has, uh, I guess she's kind of like a gold digger, right? Because she's like That's with this, I got. She's with this like other like older guy. They're both like old, I guess maybe f- she's probably in her 50s. He looks like he's maybe in his 60s. But um, she's like. I would say she's even younger, honestly, and he's supposed to be much older. And like you could tell because like he's trying to like hit on her and touch her and she's like, ah, get the fuck off me. She's sitting there reading Monkey Shines by fucking Stephen King, even though they don't show you the full book cover. You know what's fucking Monkey Shine. Uh, so like, you know, and he's kind of like, you kind of get what the fuck's going on? He's stepping in poop and there's all this weird shit happening. Uh, but then you start realizing that like there's something going on with this pool. Yeah, yeah. And he fucking jumps into because all of a sudden up comes the fucking bubbling, you know, goo. When this dude jumps in and I was like, okay, this is kind of a cool concept. You know, is she the one that like is controlling this pool or, or is this pool just inherently fucked up to like kill people when it jumps into it? Yeah. And it's cool because um, they never actually show what the thing is, right? Like you really can't ever tell. You obviously have an idea, but this one has more of more of a comedic um, twist to it. Right. It's it's not as serious as some of the other ones. Yeah, it's very playful. You'll hear like some of the dubs like the pool boy at one point you're going to hear very like California, you know, surfer dude. And even like the way that these. So one of the neighbors comes over, gets fed to this pool. The wife comes looking for him. And uh, my homie. Yeah, there's there's a fucking tussle between these two women she's calling her like a hussy and all that shit like keep your you know if you're gonna fuck around on your fucking husband like stay away from mine and all that stuff and she's like if you didn't if you just kept him happy maybe he wouldn't go looking elsewhere oh, dude, those, but those this fighting words baby this is some funny shit this dialogue is harsh and you are gonna crack the fuck up maybe if you kept your husband more happy at home he wouldn't disappear so often <laughs> <laughs> you you actually hear that line like twice or three times or thrice in this movie. There there's two older women. Like, shit kick is great. I yeah, love it's like that part. Two older women like barroom brawling in a backyard. 
Um, eventually, the one gets fucking punched in the face. Falls in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking you fucking bitch. bitch. <laughs> That's B-E-T-C-H, right? There's no I in that one. Um, but oh, eventually, so as we see in a lot of like, you know, EC comics or like, you know, even creep show or whatnot, she gets her comeuppance, right? She's got this cabana boy that comes over that she's uh, messing around with. And uh, he kind of uh, knows what's up with this pool, right? I guess he is the one tending it, so he would... He would know that there's oh dude it's dude good call good fucking call but hold it right there i know how to fix this problem uh, what, right there, right there. Oh, what are you doing what are you up? oh god no no rick not the pool Stop being a baby. <laughs> this water like bubbles up and uh swallows her i guess absorbs her pulls out his little book makes the same noise as the raft and uh that goo monster and uh because the whole time in the monkey show she's crossing off her people but the pool boy's got people he's got his own own people yeah now and he calls somebody up like hey want to come over and check out my new poo look i'm (laughs) holding up bro (laughs) yeah all of a sudden like he like assumed this person's identity i guess Right, like that's just how exactly. ownership works when it comes to real estate. Oh, that's and how assets. taking care of pools goes, dude. <laughs> Sometimes take care of a, a pool long enough, yeah. it becomes yours. Isn't you there know? a movie coming out soon? I feel like I saw a trailer of a movie where there's like a monster in the pool, and like you're gonna see a pool boy movie. Like, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> <What> the fuck? <laughs> well, there there was like an Are You Afraid of the Dark that had like the pool monster, that like thing it was like a okay. red like acid creature thing. But I'm this not overly. You're not well versed. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, too, not, I never got into cool. it. You were too cool for that. No, we know. Yeah. We know. You didn't get into you're horror movies until you were like 30, right? That was 32. Like a new, that was a new thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing. Um, but that is a really good starting story, I guess, whatever, for an anthology. It's like not that crazy. You're not like fucking destroying, you know, the, the last three where it's so strong that like you let down on the rest of them. Um, it's like a warm up. Right, it's pretty quick. I think it's the shortest one out of all of them, right? Yeah, it's got to be ten minutes or less. Honestly, it's it's it might be even less than that. It's, yeah, it, it moves it right moves. along. It's it's a great it's a great way to fucking uh, you know get get you into the idea of like kind of like I, I I can't even say what to expect because it picks up. It gets like so darker and darker as it goes. From this point, yeah, it, it gets, gets dark and it gets fucking gory from this like this point on. This yeah. is really just like. It, it's perfectly named the pool because this is just getting your feet wet. Yeah, like this is just this is just a dip. <laughs> so the second one that we're gonna see is Hollow. Uh, oh, sorry, Trick or Treat, and this uh, should have been. I the almost want to save one. it for last, bro. You want? I almost want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck this order. We're doing our order of what we think this should be in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, swimming pool would be one. Uh, trick or treat. We're gonna skip for now. Uh, number two, I would say. I know what my uh, number two is. My my number two is probably going to be Home Sweet Home. Bingo. All right. Nailed so it. now my my theory behind this is that it's another it's a better one that it's better than the swimming pool. It's super solid. But then you get a, like a little like relief with the next one, and then finally you get like the like the fucking cleanup crew at the end, like the yeah. banger. So this Wait one, till you guys see the end. It's so good. Yeah. So home sweet home. Uh, this one is about a dude that's like he inherited all this cash from his dad, 
And uh, his dad wanted him to like buy a house, go to college, and become a professional writer. So this guy Great. is going to buy this fucking house, write some fucking horror. Uh, I don't know. Were, were they going to write a movie, though, or a book? Because he, he invites his buddy over. Uh, they get wasted, but that's pretty <laughs> funny, too. Um, but like he ends up in a house that is haunted, legit haunted. Uh, no, it's not haunted. It's possessed. Right. Say, there's something going on here. Yeah. So this movie's pretty cool. Um, I always love a, a haunted house movie, especially when it's like super dark. Uh, almost has a similar vibe to uh, Soul of the Demon. Uh, very, you know, very similar to that to me. Speaking of super dark, that that's my kind of big qualm with this story is how dark a lot of this is shot in. It It's kind it's of hard, hard to, to read at times. And I yeah. think that's why like putting it last kind of like downplays how good the whole fucking movie is as a whole because it's like oh you're struggling a little bit with some of the scenes whereas like the, when we show you the end the halloween one you're like bro yeah. that's fucking awesome even then even the even the uh, we're gonna show you some good stuff uh but i think actually if i play the clip right now of the history of this house that our main character bought it kind of sums it up pretty well it's a pretty good uh like lead up to what's about to happen apparently the man who owned it a milford nice hair Burns. wish i had a I turned the house Dave Mustaine a had a hair like that. It does look like Dave Mustaine. <laughs> he would lure the young men and women into the house where he would molest and torture them to death. Fucked up. Sometimes even dismembering them. The police estimate that he killed 22 people from what they could determine from the body parts they found. Woo! Jesus. So good. <laughs> he just David goes, Hot damn! The authorities could get him funny yeah so this dude kind of doesn't give a shit he's like oh fucking perfect look let's let's do it i, mean, I want this house and she's like all right whatever the she fuck you this, want like open thing at the end of the conversation of being like you know some people say he died in the house other people say he just left and you never found him you know like so i i love that it's like this mystery of, what's of whatever on. happened to fucking milford burns the, the creepo <laughs> Uh, Kiryu Maybe. Gore no also burns. agrees that it's hard to see this segment. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, a little tough. So eventually this dude becomes possessed by this demon. And you don't find out till the end that he is actually the one killing off his buddy and his girlfriend. Now, um, something that's fucking awesome about this. Uh, they have like probably one of the more gory sequences in the whole film here uh very like hellraiser slash I, I don't even know almost like a fucking almost like um like terrorizer like this is like oh, a yeah, similar yeah. thing in terrorizer i think the second one when like he chops up like the fucking friend but this scene is going to be pretty dark um it's filmed with not so much light and has like a blue tint i think also but um this is oh. this is our main character talking to his now dying girlfriend who's like hanging <laughs> from just like chains from the ceiling. But uh, this, this is pretty brutal. I love the wind sound too. That's a nice touch. It's like a pig sound, like pig squealing. Oh yeah, there's a pig squeal too. I like that. But she's like got her whole chest like just flayed, like just everything's gone. You see her rib cage. She's all cut up, covered in blood. That's her waking up. Oh, shit. Who did this to you? Yeah, she's actually dead. I guess Who she ain't died. What? Uh, 
shit. Sharon. Sharon. So he is possessed by this demon and without knowing it, slaughtered his buddies. Uh, no, well, it's not good, he man. Possessed by, is he possessed by the house or is he like... No, no, that, there's... Well, this is... There's a demon that lives in the house that possesses okay. the owner. So the dude, the yeah, 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 yeah. So before him was that guy, and he came back almost as like a friend, saying like, a guardian angel. Yeah, you? yeah, dark guardian <laughs> angel. He's like, what happened to me? He's fucking yeah, super dark. Yeah, he's like, what happened to me? It's happening to you. Like the only way to stop this is for you to kill yourself. And it's like, it's like oh, oh shit. And he's like, I got to do this. This is like, because he's like, he's having a hard time coming to the realization that like, I can't he's the that. one that's been yeah. killing all these people. He's like, he thinks that it's all dreams and shit like that. So now he's like, and he even thinks that like this encounter with this fucking other dude is a dream in a way until like he has this crazy sequence of like, it's a dude, it's when I saw this, I was like, this is straight out of fucking idle hands. Yeah, fucking ten years later, like they were doing this in the fucking movie. Yeah, and this is a very great sequence where like the this demon is... basically takes over his hand before he's able to shoot himself. Yeah, he's and, he's and getting completely possessed at this point, right? So he's got this big and... fucking devil-looking hand. Oh my god! And what do you do to a hand that's possessed that we learned in uh, Idle Hands and Evil Dead? <laughs> Yeah, cut that, that shit that bitch off. Not with yeah. a bagel cutter. You gotta use a nice blade. Oh man! Take it to the house. And you see blood splattering all over the wall, and this demon head like sitting on. I guess that's like a toilet bowl. Ah! Uh, <laughs> like, just takes a second for him to register what goes on. But eventually, um, the dude's like. Like, how do I, I don't know what to do, whatever, whatever. And he gets, he cuts his hand off so he could go get the gun and kill himself. Yeah. Uh, that's actually the reason Downward. why um, he cuts off his hand because he goes to do it and the hand comes to life and stops it stops him, him from yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah that's where the hand that, in the microwave hell too. Yeah. Fuck yeah, hell dude. yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Um, but this is like a super dark story, um, super dark ending, right? Like it's, it, there, there is no positive to this one. His best friend is dead. His girlfriend is dead, and he's now dead too. Uh, and like, I'm, I, I like down endings and shit. I'm all for it and stuff like that. I just feel like with the with, with what else they had to to continue this movie with. This should have been the second story. Um, it's heavy. You got this kind of fun light one to begin with. They're gonna throw you into this like real dark fucking kind oh, it's of stuff. Fucked like, up. Yeah. The ending yeah, is fucked like, up. Real when, you heavy. when you see the dude like finally go through with it, like it's pretty fucked up. Oh yeah. That's and so like uh the the fucking I feel like then you said we're gonna get into this next one here, which is like the uh the zombie movie. Yeah. I feel like this is another like, you know, funner one, but it's got some cool elements to it. I think if you're a horror fan, you're like, oh, uh, you're going to really love just- our our listeners are going to love this one. Uh, EK, fun fact, he added that uh, the composer, the dude who did the music, he actually wrote and directed. He wasn't just a producer oh, nice. of the WNUF Halloween special, which I absolutely fucking love that thing. But uh, this this zombie, uh, what is it? Zombie movie. This segment is about a low-budget director making a zombie movie, trying to make his mark in uh, Hollywood. He said he's going to become rich off this thing, and it doesn't exactly look like that's going to be the case, right? 
See, I personally thought the movie that he was making was pretty fucking cool looking. I didn't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had like the death metal fucking zombies in it too. Dudes are yeah, dudes I, are wearing corpse paint with fucking leather jackets, standing over like, the grave. This, like this looks pretty fucking fun. Like I don't, I don't know what metal, like dude. you know everyone's bitching about because yeah. everyone was pissed off about making it, saying it wasn't good. Well, now this is the main attraction of this segment. Uh, we have a very special cameo in this movie. Uh, I'm going to play it for you first, and I want to see if anybody recognizes him. Uh, this is a, I guess, a production assistant. Uh, EK's going to know immediately. Yeah, this is a production <laughs> assistant that's a little worried about something. You see, a lot of us on the crew are big horror fans. Okay, Some boys. of us even worked on the last two George Romero dead films. Could you get to the point, kid? Well, you see, I, we don't think you're doing this right. You're just giving horror a bad name, especially zombie movies. These zombies just look like assholes. This director. Are you finished, kid? This is me. Sure. Good. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> hey, fuck you and fuck George Romero. And anybody else who thinks they know what about horror. This guy, dude. I know what the kids like. I know what I the know. kids like. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Dude, that guy is um, fucking but awesome. the production assistant is no other than J.R. Bookwalter. Straight out of 1989, yeah, wearing a Dead Next Door t-shirt. Uh, he's got those... I love that he's rocking his own t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. the promo in there. Uh, what a wild time for like low-budget movies that are being not even shot on video. Like They were shooting these on film. Fucking wild, yeah. man. Solid shit. But I love that his character is like the only one that's aware, <clears throat> sorry, of what's actually going on, right? Uh, you have them shooting this zombie movie, and as they're shooting this zombie movie, real zombies. <laughs> fucking zombies, of course. Start coming out of the grave. And now, one thing that's super cool about this movie that a lot of movies don't do is um, they have zombies actually coming out of the ground. They don't just kind of appear. They actually come out of the grave. And the only problem with this scene is it's dark as hell and it looks like it was shot through a potato lens. I don't hate this. I no? like the way this is good. It's kind it's of like, like a, a... It looks like a Todd Sheets movie actually here. And sounds the like one too. music is awesome. It almost looks like they shot this on a fucking uh, camcorder. Yeah, this does I, like spliced it in. Music. Oh, that would just fucking the bells kick in. The fucking music is yeah, there, man. It's pretty creepy. Like anytime I see zombies in the woods, like the, is that a priest zombie? Yeah, it's so fucking. Or is that a woman? I don't know. But um, anytime I see like zombies walking through like the woods like that, it's super fucking like. Oh man, that's something like you'll think about when you're out there. Like that is it, a fucking. And honestly, wild thing. with like. With that kind of imagery, the lower the budget, the better it typically looks. Like, because there usually are just doing yeah. like the dirt on some fucking people. There's no like special yeah, There's no about special it. effects, man. You're just fucking doing it. You're literally the burying the ground, somebody. Bury that motherfucker, get out of it. And it looks it looks great. Like yeah. the camera helps, you know, the way that it looks. The lighting helps the way that it looks. Um, the music just sets the whole fucking scene on fire, man. I yeah. can't get enough of stuff and looks and sounds like that. Yeah, this this segment is from front to back, like there's just tons of stuff to like about it. There's yeah. a ton of funny dialogue. Uh, the director's a real fucking asshole, and he does eventually 
uh, at get, the party and with some uh, wannabe actresses, kicks yeah. them out into the fucking zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but this dude eventually gets his, and it's actually a pretty cool looking scene, right? But can you tell me what he says though when he yells? Because that's something I've been having trouble with. He's stuck in an RV. First wave of fucking, oh, like second wave black metal. That's an awesome scene. Oh, yeah, it's like the moon scene. over the fucking clouds. What the hell did he say? Sounds like he says finger, but that doesn't make any sense. No, it's his. I, I have I have no idea what the fuck he says in that sequence. Uh, can anybody in the chat possibly enlighten me what the hell he said? <laughs> It sounds like he's saying I like it um, had to be something to, by feature like that's that's like his feature. Film. Oh, maybe so maybe it's my feature. That makes more sense because it sounds like yeah. he's either saying finger figure feature makes way more sense, though. Yeah, it might be feature. Yeah, but uh, th this fucking segment is awesome. The music is awesome. The setup to like the zombies coming is awesome. The zombies are awesome. Yeah. It's just damn man and like chillers it's like they they cut back to like the fucking person and quote unquote reality my, yeah my feature here you go man you you got us dude he's he's probably he just put the dvd in and put the closed captioning on yeah that's for like, sure yeah hell i mean yeah, we man. know what the kids like dude it's fine yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> look look at that he just did, did you just confirm that my dude because that's why that's why we love your podcast man dead with my friends awesome. podcast right these guys out there doing the video Love job it. too, like us, right? Um, so now, number three, we are going to put uh, home sweet, not home sweet home. Uh, we did the swimming pool. We did. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> number four. Did. Now we're finally up to it. I'm fucking all, I'm all like fucking hyped up, right? So uh, we got the swimming pool. That was the first yep. one. Uh, home sweet home, second one. Zombie movie, third one. And the fourth one, the final fucking feature here, my the final which my is, feature, which is actually number two. But in our fucking world, this is the the creme de la creme. The uh, and it's Trick just perfect for the season, man. Treat, man. Halloween. This, this is a is Halloween it, movie, bro. This is like that whole thing where like one drop of holy water turns the whole pool into holy water. That's like a thing. Uh, Give me one drop of Halloween, baby. It turns the it's whole thing, baby. It's a, it turns the whole thing. Um, this feels 100% like a fucking Halloween thing. Feels like a Tales from the Dark Side episode. Uh, the one where the dude's like visited by the fucking witch and all that shit. Uh, but this and is the fucking pinnacle of this movie. What an amazing... Like, this is a concept that, like you said, has been kind of, like, rehashed a few times, different, like, you know, ideas based on a similar scenario. But I feel like the way they did it in this movie is Great. fucking awesome. Great. What we got is we got this fucking asshole teacher who has a dead wife, and him and his dead wife used to fucking torture the kids on Halloween. Mm -hmm. you, know, make, you know, they'd come to the door, they'd fucking pour hot coffee in their fucking candy and shit. Fucked up shit. Just, yeah. Assholes. Anything they could to ruin Halloween for these fucking people. And we, we see him at her grave being like, I'm going to fucking keep the spirit alive. Whatever your hell your name is. And Evelyn. We're going to, yeah, yeah. Something like that. We're going to fucking make it happen. Um, and, and so like the idea of it, of just being like, this dude's a, just a prick. He fucking hates Halloween. 
Um, you know, he makes everybody else's Halloween fucking miserable. He actually hates these fucking kids that he teaches. It's kind of like this ongoing thing in the in the the story. Um, just a cool concept to get into this like Halloween spirit battle that's yeah. gonna like be happening in this story. Yeah. So I was speaking to Kiryu Gore about this uh, before, and I was saying to him that this is like a Halloween Christmas Carol. He's, uh, he's visited by the fucking spirit of Halloween. He's visited by like these other ghosts that kind of, they don't even really teach him a lesson. They just kind of fucking torment them, which is why yeah, I, I was going to make that comparison as well, that it, it feels like so much like a, a Christmas Carol. There's like so many like classic elements of that story here of like, you know, trying to, to make wrong yeah. your rights and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, they have a much darker ending for this one, which is even better. So. Yeah, yeah. So what do you, what do you want to play first? Do you want to show um, the wife's ghost first that kind of like... Well, let's, let's or do play you want to see in order the... here. So like okay. the first thing that we see that's kind of crazy uh, with this guy is he's having this class of his kids, you know, I think it's either Halloween day or the day before day Halloween. Day before Halloween. Like it's the day before, I think. And, uh, you know, he starts having some pretty wild thoughts and actions that uh i've never yeah. seen classroom mayhem like this dude. yeah this this dude hallucinates and that he's going on a rampage in his fucking class <laughs> fucking and, and like turning them into zombies they actually like are handed in homework at the end but this guy just goes fucking nuts stabs a dude in the head with a pencil pencil is great pulls out like two huge knives <laughs> starts like chopping people up like fucking michael myers Every teacher is stuck as well. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> like tons of blood shooting all over the place and stuff. Pretty pretty gruesome, man. It's pretty graphic. They have like people getting stabbed in the eye. Just as yeah. Throat cut. Just, it gets it, pretty dark from this point on. Yeah, too. It, it keeps going and going and going. And then eventually he's like standing at the front of the class and like all the kids get up and they walk and like hand in their homework like there's like now they're like good students or whatever. Oh yeah, we just needed that so, discipline. You know? Yeah, so that shows that like he's a huge piece of shit. And like the other teachers in the faculty lounge are like, <laughs> dude, if you hate kids so much, why the fuck are you a teacher? Like, what the hell are you doing this for? And uh, he's like, if you would spend more time fucking teaching them instead of analyzing me, maybe <laughs> they would read at their fucking the correct grade level. Um, dude, they're like, does anybody here fucking like that guy? Yeah, they're all <laughs> kind of like, like oh, yo, you, him, you hear, yeah, you hear what this dude said before? Like, what a piece of fucking shit. So uh, that shows that he's a fucking nut job. So later that night, this whole ordeal like really begins, right? And this is like the this is the Christmas Carol, you know, main aspect of it. I feel like is that like you know, like the Christmas Carol, you have uh, the spirit of the dead business partner who visited Scrooge and is like, dude, you. Motherfucker, this is it. Like, you're going to be me if you don't, like, start, you know, not being a, a prick to everybody. Yeah. And, like, he gets this kind of, like, same warning from his dead wife when she shows up in his basement or whatever. Yeah. Like, the so, way this it, – it doesn't look like, oh, my God, like a real fucking corpse. But it looks perfect for this movie and, like, the sound that it makes to prove that it's real. The atmosphere of it is, like, pretty. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Emily? It's like if you've ever gone into an old, creepy, haunted this house attraction somewhere. Look how awesome that is, though. Get against. Oh, wait. It is real now. She said something pretty fucked I up. I do believe I must. Why are you here? 
to save you from the agonizing pain I am doomed to endure. Lying awake in my coffin every night. Fucked up, imagine. She's like a and zombie. She's like, on Halloween, there. it's the fucking, it's 10 times worse on Halloween. Like, I, you know, the torture is unbearable. And this time of year she's warning him like you gotta cut your shit like you gotta you gotta stop you gotta be good and uh it actually escalates from that point right because now he's not visited by a like a nice spirit like a good spirit he gets visited by the spirit of halloween, halloween. and this dude this looks epic yeah this dude looks awesome looks like a combination of one of the things from ghoul school and fluffy from creep show uh this thing is sick though for many years, you have done nothing to help keep the spirit of Halloween alive. And Is now, Snyder? the spirits <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Slashes his face. You should thank me for warning you, but instead, I'll help myself. He, like, plunges his fucking hand into his guts and lifts him off the fucking floor that bites his neck. This is wild, man. Look at that. So, like, F- <laughs> And after each one of these encounters, he like wakes up from a dream, basically in his living room. It's uh, it's Halloween night and shit. You know, he's like, oh, you know, I'm just having these fucking dreams. I dreamt my dead wife, and now I'm dreaming about this fucking Halloween spirit. Um, the next one that visits him is a witch. Yeah, yeah. that like stabs him after like guts with his yeah, she, uh, with she, the broom. She guts him with her she, fucking broomstick. It looks it's it's awesome. I love how like each of the spirits come to like warn him. But then, like, brutally fucking assault him every time yeah, they they, yeah. they warn him. That's that's awesome. My favorite one is, of course, the mummy. Uh, I posted a clip before uh, on Instagram from this one. Now, this like sequence with the mummy like goes on a little bit. Like, it's pretty fucking brutal. So let's uh, let's roll that one because I also like the music that's playing. It's like Egyptian sounding, right? What a what, like he rips his tongue out, the blood shooting everywhere. The mummy eats it, right? This is like an awesome looking mummy. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that mummy is so honestly cool. Probably one of the best looking mummies. I one hundred percent think that I've that seen. is the best evil mummy I've ever seen. Except that part. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't see the mouth move like that, I would say that is one of the best fucking things. Yeah. I've I've seen it's so creepy. It has like this it has a goo look to it, right? It's like dripping with shit. It's eating the guy's tongue and stuff. But damn, man, this this whole thing is just it's great. It's really really good. It doesn't he doesn't have a happy ending either cuz he never changes. No. Right? He's going to be left is, to rot, is a man. great downer. But I mean, I feel like to have this like epic of a story and like not to put this last in this series of anthologies is, is almost criminal like this halloween is also such a great selling point for any movie so to like you know to even say that's the ending of the movie and make it about a halloween like it, like you just said a drop of halloween turns the whole fucking movie halloween for us yeah so like Make it and market it as a fucking Halloween movie. It's right there for the taking. Dude, that would have been awesome. I wish all of the seg like if all the segments were Halloween related, that would have just made it like Oh. At least an element of it, you know? Yeah, maybe even the wraparound segment, if that had yeah. like a little tinge of Halloween, that would have been really good. 
Uh, but eventually we get to uh, we get to the end of our list of people and yeah, it's seen time, the future sins it's you time know what's for happening them, it's time for them to go right it's time for them to go and uh it's actually i kind of i kind of like how this this goes it's like i'm just gonna roll the clip we can change the judgment is made it's too late Over. they all just kind of like sheepishly walk like into this doorway that's going to eventually lead into a lake of fire. Just waiting to be judgment day to go into hell. What a great depiction. Imagine being like forced into this like fucking room in this like dingy <laughs> old cobblestone basement. Um, and then like you go into the other room and it's fucking hell. Oh, like, chilling, like, oh. waiting for you. Oh, great. <laughs> good, good wraparound, dude. I love I love the wraparound. Each story has something that I really enjoy about it. Um, obviously, the Halloween story, it, to me, might be one of the best anthology stories yeah. um, that, that we've covered of, of, you know, even like the bigger movies like Creepshow and shit like that. I, I absolutely love this concept. Um, it's done so well. Each of like the, the spirits is, is, is fucking awesome and creepy in their own way. You know, obviously the the pool is what it is, and the other ones, you know, have you know, there's good shit to them. I think that the the zombie movie one is fun for horror fans. Yeah. So you know, it's a nice nod to Romero stuff, especially like the bus scene that we saw here in '89 and put out. But um, the, the people behind camp putting it out now did a fucking great job. What do you think that tape would be worth if it came out in 1989? It would be. I feel like it would be up there because it would be definitely, probably, you know, I imagine released on one of our favorite, you know, highly collectible fucking labels, if not camp and shit like that. Um, this would definitely be one of those ones that would uh, would fetch a penny, and there probably wouldn't be too many out there. No, I, I really, I, I would have loved if this came out, uh, actually in eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, ninety two. Um, but you know what? It, it eventually got to us. Thank you, fucking Camp Motion Pictures, for that shit, right? Yeah. For bringing that to us. Did a they great did a, job with the audio. I'm yeah. very impressed. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Uh, 10 out of 10, 100% bad taste video Hall of Fame movie. Yes, 100%, dude, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> without and, a doubt. And you know, it's funny. I was kind of, uh, <laughs> I, w I was like a little nervous that you weren't going to like this movie. Really? Yeah. I, w I mean, I we, really we love anthologies, sure. dude. I mean, uh, I, this is so much stronger than Cremains. Like I liked Cremains, but this is really um, a stronger movie of the same concept of like you know the Judgment Day and the Hell thing and stuff like that. Uh, this was great. Yeah, I 100% agree. This is one of the strongest like low budget films I think I've seen when it comes to like pulling it, it off. It was never released. It's yeah. fucking crazy. I, I just don't understand it. Um, and everybody who's listening at home, like just hearing these clips does not do it justice. Uh, we record every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, I don't know why I have to even say Standard Time, but uh, on YouTube. <laughs> and that's youtube.com slash Podcast. It's linked on our website and everything. It's linked Correct. fucking everywhere. But Grizz, now that that's done, uh, you think it's time we head over to the uh, wide world of metal? Yeah, dude. I got a doozy for some people today. I was cracking uh, up at this one. <laughs> I, I did. And like, uh, I sent it with you in mind, thinking that you would get a kick out of it. 
Uh, the band itself, I know it's going to have a funny name. Everything about it is kind of comical, uh, but it's very fucking serious. The people in the band are highly fucking talented. Um, you you kind of be blown away when you learn some of this shit. But the band itself is called Poon Tickler. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a great fucking name. Uh, it's a three-piece band. Uh, the drummer for the current drummer since 2016 for the band Suffocation <laughs> is so like also actual, the drummer. Actual musicians. Yeah, like the actual band, death metal band Suffocation. He plays for them. Um, Mike Dickinson, or Mike Dixon, sorry, uh, you know, from the band Masticator. I know that band as well. Very fucking awesome band. He's done a bunch of other things. And, and now my new fucking uh, death metal crush of all time uh morgana or morgana i believe it's pronounced i can't really it's a weird name but uh yeah this this chick is fucking awesome she's on the fucking grizz radar now (laughs) uh uh, but this band dude they they put out a recent single uh 12 gauge roid rage is the name of the song and they put out a video dude that's an actual yeah there's a real video and it's animated it reminds me of the video that's played before the uh aqua teen hunger force movie like the fucking one that like mastodon did the the music for yes right that's what this reminds and the song is like in like it feels like it could be like a cousin of that song 100 right so let me play the first clip because we have a uh, maybe somebody in the chat can help us out here. What is this fucking uh, what is this quote that they use from? Were these kids calling you uh, at the pool? Meathead, fatso, hard butt, rally the whale, porky, hall, badass, double wide, butterball, those sorts of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a fucking plate eater shirt, he's wearing a mortician shirt. <laughs> Yeah, so for everyone that's at home, this is like a extremely like crude animated music video, but it's in a good way. Almost like home movies esque. So like, yeah, yeah, and like the whole like thing is about like this fucking fat kid that gets bullied in school, uh, and then he like turns to fucking like steroids and gets like super jacked and then goes <laughs> on like a beatdown spree for everybody that's ever like picked on him and shit. And uh, dude, like the music is it's strangely like it's very technical and they do a lot of like changing of like rhythms and tempos and shit that i'm not expecting that are like very smooth the drumming is the fucking highlight it's it's the the best part of this band in my opinion eric Morati is just a fucking beast behind yeah, his dude, kit for sure well like suffocation you have to be a good drummer to play it we've covered oh, them before sure. and uh it's uh, well was was he in the band from the beginning no or, 2016 no? 2016 he's, uh, he joins so he's a newer member yeah yeah so so still another suffocation reference never a bad thing uh we have yeah. a second clip here from the album though um and only gets the same song this is the same music video later on when he's roid raged up and, i was gonna uh, say it only gets better so 12 gauge roid rage and there's parts of this video i could not show that are graphic is fucking hilarious <laughs> so you're walking around with all the muscles and shit. <laughs> guy on a tugboat. Slayer shirt. I like the, the dude. The music is good. Like they're like legit. Oh yeah. I love like when for bands, like a grindcore band. Like yeah, I love bands that do like. Talented. 
I love bands that do like funny shit. You know what I mean? And like they, uh, like they're really talented too. So it's not right. just like a bunch of dudes like fucking around. Like they're legit. It sounds yeah, legit. Yeah, but it's like a fun, like non-serious. You know, I'll, you know, most tech death bands and all that shit. Like everybody's super serious. It's like super yeah, real. Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like that's what's like. I, I totally agree with you, dude. Like, and I feel like the better that you are at like whatever it is you do, the less serious you become at taking yourself with it because you realize how like pretentious they kind of can become off and like yeah because it, it really fucking does speaking of which this uh you know brennan timmons mentioning the new two mold record i'm a hard fucking pass on it did not like it at all sure it's it's a great musically put together album it's not the best death metal album by fucking far i can barely consider it death metal it's just not what i expected from two mold Damn. which i get it people like that you know it's, it's a great fucking band there are other recordings i absolutely love what was this wrong? one a what direction was... i didn't get into what was it? It's like different than the last album. It's proggy as fuck, dude. It's a proggy metal. It's a prog metal album. If you like that, fuck yeah, you're gonna love that album. But if you're looking for a, like an old school tumult or like a fucking death metal album, that's not the one for me. You know that doesn't that doesn't fit that bill personally. Not everybody get though why people fucking love it. It's it's, it's such a good musicianship to put that together. I understand yeah. that. So. Not everybody's King Gizzard, bro. It, they should be Put out 12 <laughs> albums a fucking year uh but this this one was fucking what was what the fuck is it called <laughs> poon tickler 12 gauge roid rage this uh, is a fun it, one they got it this is a single it's a i know nice they're gonna light, have probably uh, an album coming up you know and dude the, the album cover for the single i wish i had a picture of it that we could fucking throw up because it's it's epic it's like uh like a fucking electric chair with like a bloody corpse in it old school death metal fucking you know artistry of it even you were like dude that fucking i love it that yeah, that's fucking that crazy bro <laughs> so uh yeah that it's available on spotify i'm sure itunes on youtube, YouTube that video yeah. fucking definitely check it out boom tickler that was it from west palm beach florida fucking figures, boom tickler. one word figures, yeah get enough uh so next week grizz uh what do you think man i i kind of had an idea originally we had this one movie planned for like you know, the end of the month or whatever. But uh, I kind of want to do the German splatter film that I've been getting asked no, about a lot because I've been yeah, doing I, the clips. I think that's a good idea. Um, we, we have a, a very special Halloween episode. Yeah, we're, up, we're actually going to do two episodes probably, right? Are we going to have to do two for Halloween? One like that well, gets released for Halloween. And then I don't know if we'll actually I mean, record on Halloween. That might be a little rough. That would be, t I, I, I'll probably not record on Halloween, but the 24th yeah. is going to be our official bad taste video Halloween party. Um, it's, uh, I'm excited about it. We got a great movie. We got a great guest lined up. Do we tell them what it is? We could tell them what it is now, right? I didn't know because you weren't fucking saying anything, dude. So tell the people what it is. Well, then. well this week, <laughs> this, this week, now you got me getting all fucked up. So our Halloween um, special where we're going to have a guest on, that's in two weeks. That's going to be on, uh, what'd you say? The 24th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that one, we're going to be covering Blood Red Planet. 
Um, if you know, you know. If you don't, you will. So that's going to be a great one. We're going to have a special guest on for that one. But next week, we're going to do a movie that most people probably haven't seen. Maybe you've seen the cover of it. It's a foreign film. It's from Germany. It's called Das Brutal Duel. And it is about a family of people who can't die fighting another group of people who apparently cannot die. And it great, is great it's considered quote-unquote party gore um it is an insane fucking gore film from germany it's like an it's a little long grizz but it's non-stop shit like buckle up all right yeah buckle up bro it's yeah see hell yeah silly bloody you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> love it man um, sounds good then. I can so sit that's, through that. so that's gonna be uh next week uh on our youtube channel youtube.com slash abate's video podcast grizz where can they find you on the internet you can find me on instagram as always at Kane underscore enabler. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video, and you could find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our Patreon. Sometimes we help you guys out find some movies. Uh, we help you find some movies that can't be found on the internet, but uh, we can't say anything more than that. Grizz, is there anything else that you can think of for this week? Also, wait, it can, is the basement even fucking streaming anywhere? I have no idea. I don't I mean, know. I, I, I mean, they could always look at a Patreon page and see if they could potentially see it there eventually, but I have no idea. <laughs> Hopefully by now, those those people that would be listening to that and getting us in trouble, <laughs> stop listening. Uh, but I think that just about wraps it up. Next week, uh, we got Das Brutal Duel. I think that's... I don't, I'm not even going to try to say it. Well, like I was talking German. about that movie. Yeah, I was uh, talking about uh, <laughs> Oh, the English <laughs> translation, the Com Brutal Duel. There we go. I like that better. Yeah, um, nice. That's that kombucha one. Is gonna, duel. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. Kombucha Duel. <laughs> yeah. So that one's gonna be a wild one. I can't wait. We'll see you guys next week at 9 p.m. Thank you for coming. Thank you everybody in the chat. And uh, I'm gonna go watch fucking Joe Bob cover Halloween. I think again, because it makes me Definitely. feel. Yeah, they're doing one Tuesday night. And uh, I guess Shutter and AMC or something. You like that. fucking Joe Bobbers. Yeah, I, can't, I can't fucking. I can't stop, man. I can't get enough. We'll see you next week.